This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Have you had your flu shot yet? Apparently, some patients and some providers are still reporting difficulty getting access to this crucial preventive measure. The government keeps insisting there's no shortage and there will be enough for everyone. But it seems to me that there's a problem with distribution, and it also seems that pharmacies are doing better than some doctor's offices. Now, when we talked to Dr. Iris Gorfinkel a few weeks ago, she was having problems getting the vaccines she needs, and delays and short orders still a problem. Let me give the numbers out. We also want to hear from you, and I will go uh, right to the phones, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-744-740. And uh, let's kick things off with Margaret in Niagara Falls. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I just wanted to tell you about my good experience. Okay, good. A week ago on Monday, I stopped, a week ago yesterday, I stopped it at my doctor's, who's in a walk-in clinic, and just to get my flu shot. And not only did I get my flu shot, I got the pneumonia vaccine at the same time. I was in and out in five minutes. They have plenty down here. Good good for you. And did you get the regular or the high dose? High dose. Okay. And no appointment, no nothing? No. Uh, like I said, my uh, GP's in a walk-in family clinic. And it was just walk in and out in five minutes. Okay, Margaret. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks for your call. You're welcome. Have a good day, Libby. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, let's bring in Dr. Iris Gorfinkel. Well, uh, it's not been that easy for a lot of your patients, right? No, it hasn't been. I would have been curious to know where Margaret was calling from. Niagara, Niagara Falls. Oh, she said Niagara Falls. So yep. that's very different than the situation here in Toronto. I've been waiting for my flu vaccines to come in now for over a week. We are probably looking at, my understanding is they are temporarily run out of high-dose flu shots, and they're going to be getting them in hopefully by Friday. But the fact of the matter is if we add up the delays from that we faced initially with the delays that we're now facing, we're looking at three weeks of delays totally. And I think that that's unacceptable. We definitely need better inventory systems so that we can have same-day resupply. As I sit in my office ready to give the flu shots with patients who are here wanting to get the flu shots and three weeks of not having them, I think that's unacceptable. Okay, so you had an initial shipment, right? They sent us 40 vaccines per doctor, and that's simply not enough. That was all spoken for within four days. Okay, 40 40 vaccines, that's both high-dose and regular? No, 40 regular shots, and then we had 42 per doctor of high-dose flu shots. Okay, and and you lost that. Now, is there some issue the doctor's offices get supplied here in Toronto by public health? And and one of the things that I'm wondering is, uh, why is public health in the distribution business? 
Well, that's the thing. This goes back a long way with Toronto Public Health. I do not view this as an us versus them. Toronto Public Health is is facing unprecedented challenges. However, if we were to look at, say, Walmart or Lowe's, what do they do? They use barcoding, and that's precisely what we need to be doing. We simply barcode the vaccine, and they can give us same-day supply or immediate resupply. So using those same concepts, that have been around literally for decades in the retail world. And in addition, those can be scanned to form a robust provincial or territorial vaccine registry so that patients themselves can see exactly what they've received and when, and in addition, get reminders automatically through their email. Okay, so the you, you, you want barcodes. Really, you have to fax your order in? Yes, that's correct. We we fax it, and on top of it, they sit in Toronto Public Health. We do not have any way of confirming that the order has been received. I think that's a problem in and of itself. And even though we're waiting, we were hoping to pick up our order tomorrow, we don't receive any formal confirmation that they've, in fact, received the fax. And understand, that could easily be built into a barcoding system. Right, because uh, if you're getting faxes, you need someone to clear the faxes, and that might be a problem, too. Precisely. That's exactly what's going on. So we're kind of stuck in the last century when it comes to our technology. We're not using technology, simple technology, inexpensive technology to its maximal use. And that's one of the things that I'm really trying hard to change. And... Uh, Pharmacies seem to be doing it better. I know that uh, for the big chains, uh, shoppers, Rexall, it's going through their distribution system. Right. And understand, they've been in the inventory practice for years, right? So they understand how to do that. But that still falls short of forming a robust vaccine registry for the entire province. Consider what's going to happen when we have a vaccine against COVID-19. Assuming that it's safe, assuming, you know, it's effective, what we're going to have is helter-skelter. We have pharmacists giving it, we have doctors giving it, but we need a single registry to know exactly who's received what so that that way vaccine can be given to those areas in which outbreaks are taking place. So this is huge in terms of public health. Okay, yes. Let's take a call from Norm in Niagara Falls. Hi, Norm. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I have not received the flu shot yet. Um, I don't intend to uh, to get it. The reason I'm saying that is, okay, uh, you mentioned Rexall. That's uh, the pharmacy that I... That's my pharmacy here in the falls. And... You may remember a few weeks ago or recently when I spoke about the fact that, you know, the, it, with the Rexall, you have to make an appointment. Uh, yeah, they're now, they, they're starting, you know, you could register online, and I think they started yesterday with those actual appointments. But uh, uh, what, the, com- the process is too much for you, or what? Well, I won't say too much, but I mean, uh, I had... You go to the sorry. You go to the pharmacy's the web page, and they put you on a subscribe page. And on that subscribe page, it has nothing. There's nothing mentioned there about you know subscribing for uh, 
a shot. Uh, it's more like their newsletter, you know. But there's something else I just want to bring up right now. Um, recently, uh, I was watching a news report item on a couple of studies that were done. Uh, one is a Canadian study from Vancouver. And persons with uh, type O blood, which is what I have, this was suggested, okay? Persons with type O blood may be less vulnerable to COVID-19 and less likely to become severely sick. Okay, well, I uh, I am uh, going to let Iris respond to you. Uh, I think you are probably not on the right track with your health. Iris. Yes, Norm, I, I would suggest you speak to your doctor about what your needs are, but generally speaking, the recommendation is that you do, in fact, get your flu shot. The concern here is that we could be facing a twin-demic, and a lot of people have told me, well, look what happened in the Southern Hemisphere. You know, we're talking Australia, New Zealand, they saw many fewer cases this year. But that is a very different situation that we are now facing here in the north. We have opened our doors. Kids are back at school. The weather is getting cold. And, you know, we are seeing our numbers being at unprecedented high levels. So the last thing we need is another vaccine, another, another flu, right? So if we have a flu, not to say that COVID-19 is not a flu, but the flu to complicate COVID-19. So generally speaking, it's a good idea for you to get your flu shot. You should speak to your doctor about that and not rely on your blood type to offer you yeah, protection. I mean, you know, I've seen uh, diets based on your blood type. Uh, it sounds like a bit of hooey to me, but uh, and, and certainly not anything proven. And, uh, you know, there what has been shown is that, if you have a flu shot, and if, God forbid, you get COVID, then the flu shot might contribute to a better outcome and a better course of recovery from COVID. And that is that has been shown. Absolutely. In fact, if we take a look at the experience in, of, in Brazil, where they looked at 95,000 individuals who had received the flu shot, their outcomes were significantly better. The likelihood of dying from COVID-19 dropped by almost 20%, and the likelihood of needing aggressive respiratory support also dropped by almost 20%. So getting vaccinated against the flu may well offer some protection against COVID-19. Yep, yep. That has been shown, and uh, I'm just looking at the time here. We don't have a lot of time left, but, uh, you know, getting the flu shot, is uh, it's really not a big deal. And, uh, you know, again, there seem to be some distribution issues, but, you know, the, do you believe the government, Iris, that there will ultimately be enough for everyone? Toronto Public Health is doing the best it can do with the resources that it now has. What I'm proposing is that, you know, we move into the next century finally and do the barcoding to get a robust vaccine registry for the provinces and territories and so that people can actually access what information they've had at their own convenience. So that's really what's needed. Okay. On that note, we will wrap things up. Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, thanks so much for being with us. I hope you get your delivery. Uh, it's important. We're hoping. Thank you, Libby. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. And that is all the time we have for today.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.